What do you guys think that the serialized cards end up going for? <laughs> <laughs>
dad of the year right here, baby. Here you go, kids. I gotta go sell $30 boxes of pre-release kits. I'll be back. I'm playing. I love pre-release. Pre-release is my favorite Magic the Gathering event. It of, is. Like, yeah. every, of every, you know, five weeks. Do we know anything about the pre-release kit yet? Do you know if it has, like, special <laughs> dice or no? So, we do know that the promo that you get with this set is a commander promo, and word on the street is some of the promos are delayed. I know MinMax hasn't gotten their pre-release promos yet. Their pre-release promos? Yeah. Or, like, their kits? No, they've gotten the kits. They haven't got the promos that you give out with them. Oh, gotcha. Mine are supposed to be delivered on Thursday. Mm. So. By the right time on time, Wizard, Wizard, you're a big shot YouTuber, though, Louie. That's the difference. <laughs> yeah, they, they ship like, out their I stuff. Can't survive they, without you. They, they ship out their stuff to Min Max. New phone, who this? Louie's on the phone. Oh my God, Mister Cox, we got we got an important call for you. See, George, now you ticked him off. Now they're gonna Mark, send Louie's Mark pro Rose, to Min Max. Mark, Mark Rosar is like he might make fun of my aunt again. <laughs> How um, have you not made Mark Rosewater's aunt swag yet? No, like the okay. people want it. Nobody wants to see that. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I think that this set, I, I, I have more excitement about this set than we've had for. Like, I feel like the the hype around this set is more exciting than Phyrexia All Will Be One. Like people are, I think that's true. More yeah. excited about the cards and the gameplay and the mechanics in this set than they were for Phyrexia, and I think that that's really exciting. That being said, I think prices seem to be lower, and like the market seems to be slower moving right now. But is there data on that, Josh? Is the, yes. is the market slower moving? I did or an entire video of data on this, and it seems to be tracking, but that, it's just TCG player, right? TCG player seems to be selling on pace with Phyrexia when you remove the complete bundle. It is it is a little bit behind, but it's pretty close to there. The big boost that Phyrexia got was, was the complete bundle, but we don't see that. Aftermath is for sale for pre-release. We don't see those same numbers kind of going side by side in tangent like we did with the previous set. Yeah. I would say that's less to do with the set and more to do with what's coming after the set. Hundred percent, hundred percent, not um, a chance to say anything else. Now, like George, do you think stores operated the same way? Like I ordered lightly more light on this set than Phyrexia. So I got fed a <clears throat> scoopy that the um com that the collector boxes would be hot, so I overordered those. Might have gone a little too heavy. Not gonna, <laughs> not, not gonna lie. Might have gone too heavy on the collector boxes. Uh, cause this, like, I mean, they're like, this was not sold out, I don't think. Mm -mm. That's no, the big I, scoopy like, no I've cut. got too. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, no cuts. Cut I mean, and like, not sold out. I mean, like, the no cuts thing doesn't bother me. Even like distro having it doesn't bother me. Uh, I guess over ordered. <laughs> like, it bothers me personally, not for the set. I, I will go back to what I've said the last two weeks now. This is the way it used to be. You didn't used to have to buy everything at once forever. This is much better. Um, yeah. Like this is much better, especially for like small stores. This is much better. If Louis sells out, Louis can reorder. I won't sell out. <laughs> Great. <laughs> well, <laughs> if Louis gets a positive attitude and converts his positive attitude to well, so, to positive customer experiences and sells out. I, I didn't I, I ordered less, but I didn't order significantly less. But what I didn't do is like I'm I was working on growing my spend and my order and like increasing. Smart. <laughs> 
Uh, but I didn't do that this set at all. Like I basically was like, I know I'm going to get X number boxes. So I ordered X number boxes and that's where I'm at. But the trick with this set is it doesn't seem like it's very high risk. No, um, serialized cards are, are the, this set serialized cards are better than brothers war. Um, and like, that's con, that's a very big contrast to the next two sets. I'm sorry. Next after aftermath. Like the two sets after aftermath are very high risk for stores. Yeah. Yes. You're talking about uh I keep Lord of the Rings it. and uh Tales of Middle Earth. And uh and uh Commander Masters. So I mean, you know like, there's those... probably two sets in between those, right? Like Wilds I... of Eldraine is somewhere in there. No, I think what I am you know, fairly certain Wilds of Eldraine content. follow Commander Masters. Yeah. But uh, you know, other than that, you nailed it. There's gotta be a standard mm. set between in this the summer. Gosh, I, I see. This is part of my whole reason that I'm so worried about Commander Masters is there's no buffer. It's no buffer. back to back. There's no standard set in from now until August. Uh, I want you to go ahead and rewind the podcast 17 seconds and just play my response. What did you say? There's no buffer between that and between Commander Legends or Masters. Commander Masters. Yeah. Yeah, there's no standard set buffer from my understanding. Maybe I'm wrong. Let me know in the comment section if I'm wrong, but there's no Not buffer I between Lord of the Rings and Commander Masters. Luis can try to prove Wilds, you wrong and get proven wrong live right now as he tippy Wilds of Eldraine follows Commander Masters, right. and this is why I'm worried about two sets this year. George, we've talked about standard sets doing great. One's great. The set seems to be fine. Commander Masters or Wilds of Eldraine is going to catch some heat here, I think, at the end of this train. It's not fun. It's not going to be fun being the caboose. The only thing we know is Wilds of Eldraine is third quarter of 2023. So, I mean, like, we can pre order the other two sets. We can't pre order that one. So, like, certainly it's suggesting it's afterwards. What is Q3? July, August, or September? Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah, they're saying uh, this is wargamer.com is saying based on the release schedule in the past, we're seeing a September release date. So, there's no standard set between. March of the Machine and Wilds of Eldraine. Mark Rosewater's yes. aunt heard your whining and spread that's, out releases. Listen, uh, I mean, well, all right, let's talk about this set then because, like, that's really good for this set. So this is a reason I was high on this set is it's going to give someone with all the crazy increased prices. If you're a Magic fan, a Magic enthusiast, you can't, you know, scrape together the $800 for a Commander Master set box or whatever it is now with magic 30th anniversary fake backed proxies in it of dual lands or whatever it might be you can still engage with this set and there's plenty to keep people there's plenty to keep people chewing on between the serialized cards all the crazy team up legends it it, there's plenty to get into with the set Mm -hmm. people are hyped yeah yeah it's gonna be a dangerous summer we're gonna have a lot to talk about love it god it's, it's hard to be a magic content creator, as I've learned. So, like, I'm glad we have something to finally talk about it, in the Magic the Gathering legit, Legitimately, memes aside, as a newer magic content creator, it has been hard for the past month. Like, why? Because there hasn't been something new to talk about and data to track on something brand new every two weeks. Every two weeks, there's like a pre-release. Every four weeks, you got something coming out. There was always something to talk about. It was easy mode. You've had to get really creative here in this window. That's why we're actually having podcasts. Easy mode, baby. It's how we live our lives. <laughs> I'm with think, you, Josh. Yeah. I think magic content's hard because the average magic player doesn't watch 
content like the reaction like in the store the people's comments and communication in store is so much different than what people feel on the internet and like i don't know that's hard for me i mean like the internet does what the internet does right it just amps up everything to a thousand yeah right nothing's bad it's the apocalypse yeah i think that's what the the internet does it's what it does best it's great it's why we all love it the average bench of can probably doesn't make watch content that you and I make, Louie. I, I yeah, think I. with with three and a half million views on the first day of the March of the Machines reveal and their trailer, I think there's a lot of average fans watching stuff like that. You look at stuff like uh, the Game Nights and the Command Zone and things of that nature. Those I think there's a lot of just regular fans watching that stuff. We get a little different with our content, and I think that speaks to a more in-depth audience. Sure, that makes sense. All right, so what are your predictions for this set? Where are we in two weeks? I'll go first. I think we see a strong increase in value of these boxes from where they currently are. I I predicted I, you had you were gonna have a stroke mid episode. I want you to know I'm worried you just had it. I, I don't know how to follow this up. Yeah, was I over. think I think. Thank we you see, all very much for watching the episode this week. I we'll be we back see, next week, maybe. I think we see a five to ten percent increase in price on TCG player. So that's two ten to two two thirty two thirty five on TCG player. That would be great. I I don't know if it gets that high. I see it settling two nineteen probably, where the other collector boxes seem to have settled in for standard sets. I think it takes longer to get there because we're at what two hundred eight now, two hundred seven somewhere around there. So. Yeah, I think we're at, like today. I would look. It was like two two ten ish around there. It was like bouncing back and forth. I sure. I think people have stopped pre pre ordering like pretty heavily. Like I think people have stopped and and more said I'm going to engage with the set because they know their store is going to have product because they know yes. like product's going to be readily available. They're not giving people their money early, and there's going to be a lot more impulse kind of buying on release weekend. Um. I think that the serialized cards in the set and the like that kind of um what do they call it? What's the uh I'm I'm having a brain fart. What's the uh the special the halo foil? Oh that looks cool too, but what's the Let's special go. set in the set in the set the um the set within the set? The multiverse legend. The multiverse legends. That is a significantly better set of cards than the artifacts were in Brothers War. And Brothers War like people got excited about those and collecting a bunch of them. I don't think people will collect all the multiverse legends because the, the frame is different on each yeah, card. There's a lot. Yeah. But I do think that those cards are more sought after than a lot of the artifacts were. Um, so I don't know. I just think that this is going to be uh this is a set that maybe has a little sneakiness to it. Like Phyrexia, everybody, everybody wanted Phyrexia. Everybody knew Phyrexia. Everybody was excited for Phyrexia because it's Phyrexia. Uh, sure. This one is like a, a sneaky set, in my opinion. I listen. You could you could tell me that story, and I think you're on to something with the serialized cards having value and the Halo foil. Like I've got I've got a Halo foil Daxos here, and for anyone who can see that, it is it, it's a very nice foiling. It's oh, it worth sick. yeah, it's worth going into a binder and can you collecting. hold it like a Pringle? How can Pringly I, is it? It's not bad. It was only opened uh, a day ago, but it's not bad. Uh, you That's, can't really the camera has it just been up. on your desk. Yes. 
and the right. fan is the it's in a basement too. So normally they Pringle. Listen, that's they Pringle pretty. Ocean. Yeah, they Pringle pretty quick. So uh, I, I think people keep coming back, and I really I think this box holds a lot more value than people are giving it credit for. You can get some big hits out of this thing. Predictions. I, I already gave you mine. I think it settles around two nineteen. I think it's consistent. The the take that this should be on sell, shelves for people to pick up, you know, they don't have to rush and pre order. It's going to sell out. That's a great take. It should be that way. Now collector boxes like we've seen with one and bro should sell. Like they should come close to selling out or become limited in order. That needs to happen here. That's the fear. Mm-hmm. George. I will weirdly go more negative on this one, I think. I think people are lining up for uh, Lord of the Rings and Aftermath. So I'm I'm giving this to you, Louie. Do it. So, oh, go ahead. No, no. You, you, get, you deserve it, man. You deserve it. You've had a long day, a long week. You've Why got your pit on Friday. bother ordering more <laughs> of this set? Um, George, I, I agree with you. Like, I think, like, the... I agree with your logic, but I I think like people like that's why I say people didn't pre-order. Like they're like, oh, I'm gonna save my money, and then like they're gonna see their friend open a ragavan. They're gonna so see. Their, I think you know. I think that will be true in store. That will be less true in TCG player. Um, but those go hand in hand, though. They like do. when I sell more boxes in store, I put less boxes up on TCG player. Looking at you, Pokemon. Pokemon's goat, Louie. Don't worry. I know you lost money this week on Pokemon by selling by dumping on TCG player, but I relax. Need, I need the cash flow. I got my taxes back. I I can't I'm gonna have to go on a diet. A ramen diet. <laughs> like I owe more money in taxes than I know what to do with. What'd you do? So like he cheated the government? It's not, so well what, like, what, my, my wife got like an email that was basically like, hey last year we took too much taxes out so here's like a check but then also you owe tax it's like her 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 employer screwed up a ton and they didn't take money out i don't know i'm self-employed somebody didn't pay the the quarterly taxes so it has to pay a lot anyway back this is not those of you who haven't filed your taxes yet uh uh this is a, a reminder that monday is tax day and they're due so um go file them extensions people go file them extensions <laughs> i think that is exactly no it's not no it's not too late to file an extension yeah okay come here for your tax advice according to louis um <laughs> what were we talking about oh ta- um, your taxes uh like i listen like i you know i <clears throat> what i guess like the wild card for me that i can't get my finger on is how jazzed a large number of people are for lord of the rings um, like I mean, like it's weird because like my store is not all about it, about it because like they're young, they're kids, they're eighteen, right. nineteen years old. They don't know Lord of the Rings. You know, I'm some jealous. Of them, I'm very jealous of them. Like you know, like it's not a thing that they like inter. You know, thirties. Lord of the Rings was a big part of like my summers when I was like you know in college. I think it was. It was a big part of your summers when the like, books like, when the books came, came out. out. It was a big. <laughs> Like, <laughs> that was good. Like I remember very clearly when they when they released the um the nine hour versions on DVD. Like I went over to my friend's house and they sat and outside all summer watching Lord of the Rings. It was like you you know them, Josh. It was one of the fat cat neighborhoods of uh Chicago and went to his fat cat 
dad's house and like they had a theater room and we uh watched like i think it was literally 10 hours of lord of the rings <laughs> it was a lot of lords of my summers i can't get over that i was like i was a big deal when the movies came out i was a big deal oh man i play a lot of the video games the the old um like the gamecube game those are great okay but war of the ring one of the best board games ever here's all right here's my take now so if we don't have a standard set between now and Did you already give your take well no no, no. we're done with those takes. Not, <laughs> he's not learned a, a lot of information from me on this podcast <laughs> let him process if we don't have a standard set between now and wilds if lord of the rings turns out to be soft this set pumps so lord of the rings is going to be soft from like a traditional power level standpoint it's supposed to be rich in ip and theme so it's that's not good all right it's i interesting. want to go on the record i am going ham on the jumpstart boxes don't at me no, don't at me okay. i'm doing that's it let's not talk about re- stupid ridiculous things i'm that, doing it <laughs> what what you think that the set will perform well we're apparently talking about um lord of the rings now you think that the set will perform well if the cards are low powered but they lean into the ip i think the set will do well no matter what they do with this set people are super pumped for this set I, I think it's. I think this set is for a different audience. I've I've gave a. I did a whole video on this and did a whole take. It's it's for a yeah, different really audience. It's content. not. It's not for you Jerk. and me. Can we have a bingo board for every time Josh says you did a video on something? Yeah, because we just talk about my videos all it's week. The That's intro, our thing. The, bingo at intro. Listen, I mean, like, Louis. If you made videos, we talk about your videos all week too. Okay? <laughs> wow. It's, Josh, how dare you? Twelve people watched his popper tournament last week. Okay, relax. I, got I like his pop. I like his popper gameplay. I, oh that's my really god, well you're one of the twelve. Yeah, you were one I do. Of the I do. I do. I jump in there. I like his popper gameplay. I All really right. do. I no. I think this is going to be lower in power level. I think it's meant to bring people into the community. I think people like you and me are going to struggle to play the cards outside of a limited environment. Okay, that's not good for it, but that's fine. I think that'll be fine. Like this okay. set is. We're not talking about that, but okay. I I this was a decent. I thought, yeah, I this I mean, was a great yeah, conversation. It is, but, but we're done with it. So we have to done great, with it. This is a great conversation for another podcast, another episode. I want to. I want to save the. I want to save the tape. Yeah, there's right. nothing else to talk about next week, Josh. Come on. The moment have and a if you next week. and if you want to be aware when that podcast drops, what can you do, Louis? <laughs> you can subscribe. Also, if you are uh, if you're interested in picking up more product, I do have product available at GameGrove.gg. So if you uh, want collector boxes, you know, hit up there and uh, support the channel. Free shipping. All right, here we go. Uh, serialized art cards. Speaking of which, if you want a serialized art card. <laughs> I guarantee you, if you buy boxes from me, you will have an opportunity to pull one of those cards. If you um, buy the collector box. If you buy a collector box. I was about to say, make sure, yeah. You have a, you have a chance at opening I guess no matter what, you have a chance. A chance can technically be zero. Yeah. Um, okay, so you, they came out. We've seen some of these cards. Now, are we on the, are we, are we on the page where, like... What are you no. two bozos lying about? Lying I want about. Louis to write on the on the set box that he ships out zero percent chance to pull <laughs> serialized card. Ship it. Okay. Are you guys on the on the 
the team that's saying that the um, serialized cards have special artwork? Have unique yeah. artwork? I thought that was confirmed. Well, is it not? I there's like uh, people who are saying it's confirmed, and then there's people who are like, no, we just haven't seen oh. all the card images. Uh, there's like a lot of back and forth going on, and now we're starting to see like actual openings, and that was like last night, and I haven't watched any. Um, but I am on the team that they change it and they made the art different, at least on some of the cards. I think the Praetors, right. yeah, the yeah. Praetors are all the serialized Praetors are all unique art, right? Yeah, that's, that's the that's, team. I'm on that team. Yeah, that's the team I'm on. I'm on that team. And the one out of whatever already got pulled. The right the, the yeah. Ragavan number one was pulled, uh, I believe, at Star City Games, wasn't it? Somebody was like, somebody already, somebody in my Discord, in my store Discord. No comment. Board. No comment. No comment. I'm just saying backyard breaks. Backyard breaks. <laughs> somebody in my store Discord was like, oh my gosh, somebody already pulled number one Ragavan. I was like, that's not somebody already pulled. Like, Star City Games pulled it. You don't be like, somebody pulled, like, you're like, they open thousands of boxes. They're just somebody when you get to be my size, Louie. When you're as big of a deal as I am, they're, they're just somebody. Somebody pulled it. I, it could have been me. you know. Or not. So what's more expensive? One, number one, or number, what it would be, six, 69 or 420? What goes for more money? The Ragavan. 69. You think? 100. I just need the other one that I own to pump. <laughs> No, a number one for sure, George. I mean, you 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 know sports cars more than yeah, us. It's gonna one. be number one. Right? Number one. There's there's because thankfully only adolescents would really care about the other two numbers that Louis mentioned. I, like I don't care about those numbers. That's not accurate. I that is not do accurate. care about that. Is not accurate. I do care about tendies. Like that's something I care about, and this is relevant in the tendies discussion. Uh, this is relevant in the tendies discussion. Like, yeah. It is. It's a fact yeah, that it is. Like, yeah, number one will be worth more. There's a reason they make it out of 500. They've got to include the 420. Now, if not, I, they stop at 419. Ragavan's kind of a, a not a great serialized one to get. I, I haven't looked at. You can't. Get, I agree. You Everybody can't get, knows. No, hold I on. Hope I, don't get it. Right. I hope I don't get it. That's not. Let me finish, Boo Boo. Something like a companion or a commander would be cooler to get serialized because it can sit outside the game. You generally only have one that you need to buy, and you can actually use it in play. I'm, I'm going to be hard pressed to shuffle that Ragavan into a modern deck that I'm searching fetch lands every two seconds and and shuffling. Josh, cards were meant to be played with. Yes, that's what I'm saying. This is a better option to play with. It's, I, I don't know. I don't know how to help podcast, you with this I, one, my friend. I'm not even in this podcast, and this is the best podcast I've ever watched. <laughs> like, Louie is so punchy tonight. He's just like, he's just punching anything that moves. It's great. It's great content. I changed my shirt to match you, dude. We're supposed to be on a team. It's not to working. match me? This is my... This is my Nirvana shirt. When did Nirvana start getting popular again? Everybody I know has a Nirvana shirt. Oh, it's Owen Wilson. That's funny. <laughs> oh, wait. Mine's a legitimate Led Zeppelin shirt. Today, yeah. I was at the park Look, with my daughter. Authentic Holt. I was at the park with my daughters, and there's this, like, woman with her kid. And she had on a Nirvana <laughs> shirt, and we walked by each other. And she, um, she was just like, hey, wh- hey. Like, she just, like... 
she didn't get the funniness of my Nirvana shirt. Like she had on a regular Nirvana shirt and she wasn't like, oh, hey, that's a funny joke. She like commented on my Nirvana shirt like it wasn't ironic. You must have not grown up with Nirvana, though. Me? Yeah. I grew up with Nirvana. There's no chance that's true. That's true. There's no chance that's true. Nirvana transcends timeline no. story all right well, just because you were com- 33 when nirvana all was right banned. you, you want to get some comments that can roll in <laughs> why most overrated band of all time most o- most overrated band of all time By, of all time is is nirvana the nickelback of their really? day in sync NSYNC is the beats. What are you <laughs> yeah. talking about? NSYNC is the bops. NSYNC was so overrated. I want to be on George's side, but he referred to it as the beats and the bops, and I think I just have I have to I have to be with Louis here. Bye 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 bye. I think that's Backstreet Boys. They're both the same. They're both <laughs> identical. <laughs> the same. It as, makes no difference. My wife loves them. Every time there's a '90s pop cover band that comes into town 2000s boy band cover band we have no, you're right go. it's insane i just looked it up it's insane yeah we didn't know because no. they are the same. the same they are the same that's all that's fine right, only why, difference you... is whatever one joey fatone is on he's sometimes on impractical jokers that one's my favorite whatever band he was in that show came on the other day and i realized why we can't be better friends you have horrible taste i cannot stand that show is that the number one most overrated show? Possibly. You you know what? I'm gonna go with yes. How is that show still on the air? All right, it's what other not George. on the air? It's on season like ten thousand, and it's on like it's, that's all that's on True TV. We that's do that to each other on the podcast every week. Where's were our you, millions? Millions, were you, please. Were you gonna say Nirvana was an overrated band? I was gonna oh, say yeah. is Nirvana the Nickelback of their day? What are you two talking about, Louis? When were you born? What 92? year? So you Dust. were two when Kurt Cobain killed himself. Okay. You did not grow up with Nirvana. You were like, I knew Nirvana. He was, you were did. two when those he died. Those are the toddler beats, dude. <laughs> the toddler bops. Listen, like. Music, were you the you, kid on the on the album? Isn't your, isn't when you're. <laughs> that's good. I, I, that's good. I'm pretty sure that's, that's, why, that's why he doesn't have to work. That's not that would make sense. He could own an OGS. Oh my god. George, you cracked the code. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. That's, the, that's, the viewer, that's the viewership. Listen, if you don't subscribe to this podcast after that. I don't know what you're doing. Listen, um, give us a break. We talked about a TCG for like 10 minutes. Like, we did our best. <laughs> if you came here for MAGA content, you, you clicked the wrong button. Let me just be question. What do you think? That the ser- <laughs> what do you guys think that the serialized cards end up going for? <laughs> <laughs> What's your offer on the one of one or the one of five hundred Ragavan? Zero. I Zero. will never support that card in any version that's not Modern Horizon <laughs> Two. 
George's mass opening Modern Horizons 2 and writing numbers on all his rag fans and markers. <laughs> like, 500, one out of 500, one out of 500. I'll sign it, Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain signed this. <laughs> I don't. What's, Josh, what's the price on the one of 500 Mox Amber? Oh, I don't know off the top of my head. That's a that's a. How would you know that? All right, Josh. What's the price of the forty-second yeah. one, though? Yeah, like listen, the one of what whatever Mox Amber is probably going to be one of the more expensive serialized cards that we see. That's got to go for more than the Ragafan, right? It's also highly it's also highly playable, um, and it's is... the first set of serialized cards. I'm trying, George. I'm trying. Rag- <laughs> No, I can see it in your you eyes. Recreate the image, Louie, to make that your merch, baby. Put on the Eeyore ears. It'll come full circle. Oh, no, I got to take another picture. Oh, my gosh. Wait till you start putting your pictures in thumbnails, dude. I got a million selfies of me. Oh, my God. Louie, what do you think it will sell for? Uh... Mox Amber is way more played in. I just looked it up on EDA track. I didn't realize Ragavan is like basically not used at all. And which is why it's it never been reprinted. Ragavan yeah. doesn't make much sense for EDH. I guess so. Doesn't really have impact, you know, I mean, played on turn one. six. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I play Ragavan in my Joda deck, the, the legendary creature deck, where every time you cast the legendary, you get Cascade. Um, what are you cascading for? Well, then when you play a two cost, so when you play a two cost, you get to cascade. So you have to have something to hit that's a legendary. So I've, there's like two legendary oh. creatures that are one. Wait, cost. is it cascade for legends? Uh, what is that one? Or is it Joda? just cascade? You never mind. It is. Can it's I your channel. Me real quick in here. I want it that way. Was the song I was thinking of for the Backstreet Boys? Continue. Yeah, it's it's basically cascade for legendary. So it's whenever you cast a legendary spell from your hand. Exile cards from the top of your library until you exile a legendary non-land card with lesser greater. So when you cast a two cost, you have to have a hit. You have to hit. Yeah. So okay. What, yeah. Um, okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. It makes. I thought you were casting it, trying to cascade into something. Which, oh goodness, there's your mox amber. <laughs> but Ragavan, I don't know. Ragavan, a thousand dollars. Like for the regular, I'm talking not the one of five hundred. I'm talking about for a. Serialized Ragman, thousand dollars. That's it's too high. Really? That strikes me as high. That strikes me as like very high. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Okay. I mean, and this this is weird because the Brothers War artifacts seem to settle in, you know, at the two to three hundred range for most of them. And then obviously your your very good ones got more expensive than that. But we're not looking at first run, and we're looking Bingo. at something that doesn't Bingo. play well in Commander. So you're going to need more than one copy. So there I, are two sales on TCG Player for Mox Amber Serialized. They're both mm-hmm. around a thousand. If yeah. I were to buy a serialized card for Magic, other than the One Ring, obviously, uh, I would want the first run of serialized cards. Like I think yeah. that's the play long term. Okay, yes. so then here's a question for you. I'm gonna open up a can of worms. We already have all the, no. all the worms are <laughs> yeah. crawling around right now. Are <laughs> <Yes. laughs> serial. are serialized cards just a gimmick 
Yeah, of course. But it's a great yes. gimmick. It's a great yeah. gimmick. Yeah, so is all the different treatments of foiling across every TCG that has ever been created. They're all just gimmicks. All the cards functionally do the same thing, right? Okay. I'm, I mean, I guess. Like, but The question confuses me. I guess in a negative way. Like, I'm talking like... No, is, it's awesome. Is this no, I think, no, serious cards are great. That, is this something that actually has legs, or is it that the more serialized cards you make the less value that the serialized cards have. On a different season of a great podcast, I ranted and raved that I did not understand why TCGs weren't more like sports cards. It is stunning that only, that like Cryptic and Magic seem to have understood this and are copying sports cards. Something that is like a proven model to work to sell a metric ton of boxes. Many of which have packs that are completely and totally worthless. Like, you think you can open up a bad pack of magic, wait till you spend $400 in a pack of sports, and your rookie is the fifth string wide receiver for the Browns, okay? <laughs> like, that, like you know, like, yet people buy sports product. Yeah. Uh, like, it is stunning to me it took TCGs this long to copy what has worked for sports for 10 years, 20 years. Yeah. It, it yeah, it's. I think it's a positive because it doesn't hurt gameplay. It's amazing it's at great. all. It doesn't hurt the average enthusiast in any way, and it gives people who want to chase or collect the opportunity to do so. I I don't. I fail to see how it's a bad thing. It makes me more enthused. I think that the difference in the artwork makes it less gimmicky and more significant. Like, so okay, like round one where they just like took the artwork and they threw the XX of five hundred, like that just seemed like not. There's nothing really that special about your card. It just has a number on it. Like, I don't know. I get it. Like, I know that the market's going to disagree because it's something that's easy to, like, see value increase and like it's hard. Like, you're not going to see the value come down because there's just not that many of them. I get it, but I think that when you put a I, when you put a different artwork on a card and then you label it that, and this is where I would love to see wizards like actually commit to this and say like, that is specific to this set. The artwork will not be ever used again. May the zoo be with you. I want them to say that. I'm in. I'm <laughs> um, in. And my I, aunt's a great lady. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. I would love like that. W- if they come out and if they say that, which I don't think they will, I would I like to see them so. say that. Um, that is that's major. Like that's a that's a big game changer because then you have something that's truly unique. It's it's truly it's almost like a piece of artwork, right? Like it's a yeah, it's a it's a high end collectible item, numbered so, item, limited in print, got art attached to it. Yeah, it's an NFT. No, oh. NFTs are dead <laughs> you heard it here first your comment section this week is gonna you're gonna you're gonna crash google servers good for NFT, you dude nfts are as dead as it you know to get us back to get us back on track there there is there's wow. no problem now wow. but wow i i don't feel bad about what i said about you anymore but <laughs> but you make a good point 
if we see these cards reprinted with this same art and serialized again, I think oh. that's that's trouble, right? Well, Even if it's a different. Well, no, but it'll have a different set symbol, right? Because it won't no, be Brothers War be anymore. But insanely stupid. Well, what if yeah, they I agree. do it out of five out of fifty? It's still that would I, be insanely no. stupid. Yeah, it yes, would, it would. But, it would be nice to hear them commit to them not doing that. But I mean, George, like, I there hope are he people also commits to not picking puppies. Like they're not going to do that. <laughs> right? I listen, but puppy policy is not my are, business. But George, they're reprinting Judge Foils. Are they like, serialized? No, but they're okay. reprinting. They're reprinting Seventh Edition Foils in Dominary Remastered. Like seventh, not, I, I will be very surprised if they reprint serialized cards. I'm just saying nothing is like. From a lot of people's perspective, I'm not saying I'm all in on this, but from a lot of people's perspective, nothing is sacred to Wizards of the Coast. Like, if there's true, money to be made, they will make the money. I think that's true, but they're not stupid. That wouldn't increase sales. That would decrease sales. George, this might be a function of us being a little bit more removed from serialized cards until recently than you are. Do, do serialized cards generally carry with it the idea that this this combination of artwork number and set will never be well, replicated is that something that's kind of yes signed no, off there on are reprint sets that can have different serialized cards but like hey i think sports are different and also like you would have like a lebron game serialized card this year next year last year the year before the year before the year before and lebron james is not the goat go, go jordan shout out to the comment section jordan goat don't at me um Matt. wait Wait, Louie, Louie, no, no, what? no. I mean, like, what? No, Listen, Louis. It, there's different. There's different timelines of basketball. And there's only like, one. LeBron right James, like Michael Jordan, was certainly a better player in that timeline than LeBron James is in this timeline. But if you were to take LeBron James in his prime and Michael Jordan in his prime and play them together, like there's LeBron one winner. I'll give you that. LeBron might score a point. No, like there's one winner there and it's it's the guy from Ohio. Like LeBron's going to he's going to pull that out. So I can solve this argument as someone who is essentially the LeBron James or Michael Jordan of this podcast, considering I'm the only one to have ever actually played basketball. Not accurate. I was accurate. on a my, basketball. I was on my little league championship team. George, I, got I had, one shot. People have more of a chance to confuse you as the basketball than. Oh, stole basketball. my joke. <laughs> stole my joke that no one heard. Leaned in. Leaned in. <laughs> Uh, so should I tell my basketball story or no? No, no, I, no, I want to hear I, Josh's take. I have a Michael Jordan tattoo. I am a Jordan lover. I'm from the Chicagoland area almost my entire life. Basketball players just get better every 10, 12 years. Like they just do. I'm they right. just human beings evolve. Like they just get better. They do. They Listen. just get better. No, no. Jordan goat. No question. They just get better. Also, That's why like, LeBron whines more than he has champions. And LeBron will no longer be the best in 10, 12 years. I mean, you have Victor Wemyamba coming in and he can do everything Jordan does right. and is 7'10". Okay. All right. Let's, all right. Let's discuss this. We're going, we're, we're now a basketball podcast. He's 7'10". <laughs> oh, we're so a basketball podcast. You're all done. It is like amazing. No. Okay. Wait, He's going to flop so Should hard. I, it's going to be things. stunning. Well, he's going to get blown That's over by a stiff breeze. It's not yeah, his bingo. fault. He's not going to flop. He's going to get knocked over. Bingo. Yes. Yes. Louis. Yes. Louis. Two things. Number one. Um, I own zero basketball cards. I hate basketball. 
should I be buying this gentleman's rookie yes. card right now? Absolutely. You, you can't. You absolutely enough? can, but you can't. He's not a rookie yet, but you you can't. Next. Okay. I want so this is true. I have been upping my I have taken some unbelievable <laughs> horse garbage from allocation for basketball this year. Just so I can increase my allocations for next year. Okay. Secondly. So we're agreeing that LeBron James can beat Michael Jordan no, in basketball. Absolutely not. And the, well, that's I not that's not how that's that. not how being a, the best basketball player works. So yes, yes, no, I'm sorry, but that's how it works. Like, no, that is not how it works. A game of one on one is not how that works. All right, Will, we, Will right. Chamberlain's probably the best right. basketball player. Is this some we'll like lesson on teamwork? Is that the idea? No, teamwork is stupid. Um, <laughs> that, Dennis Rodman. That, <laughs> easily the best of all time okay of, and so, everything and also what i'm hearing josh say is that when they release another version of serialized cards they will just have to be better because everything gets better as time all goes. Right, that's what i heard too that's a good point josh i, I can yeah. see your point 100 let's go <laughs> the hologram uh that right. is probably my favorite basketball player can we go back to predictions and predict if we no, gain I think or it's time to move on to the next topic. I think, I think it's, it is time to do the hard Louis cut. Uh, no more clumping of topics. Can we predict if we gain or lose more subscribers as a result of this podcast? That's a good, that's a good question. Wait, you, you or me and George? Me and George that's got right. nothing on the line. That's right. Got I nothing just on the line, my money, my money is that we we gain followers on this as a result of this. Oh, All right. the poor people. People. Let's talk about George's mom for a minute. Um, after your mom, uh, we, after no, math, we do not. No, we do not have time for this topic. Next topic. Aftermath. Next topic. Oh yeah, you have a hard cut, don't you? All right, aftermath can wait. That that's 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 great. Who teased you for next week? Make sure you're sub. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. We, we did this last more of this. Come back next week. <laughs> oh man. Um, and they were right. never seen again. <laughs> No wait, I do want to do final predictions. We have to have it on record. On on what? This. On serialized cards. Are do you think that these serialized cards perform better or worse than Brothers War? Go. I think Wemon Yaga's go way higher no, in the beginning stop, than collapse stop. hard after he gets stop. his 15th injury in week 2. Stop. I don't think there's any way seven years from now we don't look at LeBron as the best basketball player to ever. No, left. I don't want to talk about basketball anymore. That's, good, that's, that's why we're doing it. Talk about that. <laughs> These serialized cards in 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 six months. Yep. Is there a difference between the lowest version, the lowest priced serialized card for Brothers War, and the lowest priced serialized card yep. from March and Machine? Absolutely. Yep. Which one's higher? Brothers War. War. Okay. Is there a difference between the highest valued card, highest serialized card in March and Machine and Brothers War? All right. I know this will surprise our, our loyal viewers that come here for my incredible gameplay takes. I'm probably not qualified to answer that. I think I think Brothers War remains higher. I really do. I thought there were better. Uh, the alt art is the only wrinkle in that. I would say because you gave what a year timeline. Six months. I said six months. I think six that's, months is gonna be weird. That's I, more I, interesting. Yeah, I think a year is a lot easier. To yeah. Well, I said six months, and I am the podcast boss. <laughs> That's why this has gone so well. We, we have a different name for you if you're ever curious. <laughs> you, if you ever want to ruin your monetization, I'll tell you. Uh, the Brothers War ones are probably lower at six months. Really? I think so. Okay. I just the the one of one Ragavan has a standing offer at sixty two hundred. I think. Stop it. 
for the one of one. I think no, no, not the one of not the one of one. Sorry, the number one. The one, the one of five hundred Mox Amber has got to be more than six thousand. You think so? If the regular one's selling for a thousand. I don't think it's a six times multiplier, George. Somebody's offer. I wouldn't think so. Somebody's offering sixty two hundred. All right, Star City Games. I know you're a big fan of this podcast. I'm sure you are. Everybody is. Take that offer. They're not. They're not. I, it, it, now, now, mind you, that offer came from a post of a screenshot on Facebook. So, what, it's more be much like our fa- what, much like want? our fa- our fa- other Facebook scoopies. This is how rough. dare you? How dare you? <laughs> I lived off those scoopies from Tanner for a year. <laughs> Um, I, I think that, um, the multiverse legends cards perform better than the uh, brothers War. You could convince me. I think a year, especially, especially the Praetors. Um, but anything that can be like all the, they're all legendary creatures. I think to your point, Josh, like they can be played as your commander. They can be shown off. It, it can be, you could slab these and play them in like, you know, keep playing them and preserve them that way. Like, I think these are a good next step that I think perform equal or better than the first serialized cards. So that's interesting. Okay. We've we've talked a lot in that magic section. I feel really good about that. (laughs) <laughs> great magic enthusiasts are happy they're here thank, thank you magic fans for coming in we appreciate you buddies jake and joel it's, uh, it's jake all the same to me they're, they're like the uh, it, listen they're, it might as well be josh and joel i'm getting pretty famous they're like this like the, it's like instinct factory boys totally switchable <laughs> all right um so cryptic there's a there's a kickstarter card called the Brassman's will that george opened in a uh, white text version, which is one of eleven. Uh, Importantly, not serialized one of eleven, though. Oh, okay. Go continue. There is also now in wave two, one of sixty-six frog. Clapton, it's a it's a card called Clapton Irons, and it's the frog. I don't know where the frog's from. Um, we're not frog experts. We're not. We're I, not. We're not. I, I, I don't know amphibious experts. I don't know who got the idea of putting a frog in chains and and whatever you're into. Whatever you're into, we're a judging free podcast. We don't shame even if you don't know who Winbayama is. There's 66. And uh, somebody has offered to trade one of the what number? Do you know, George? I don't know. It doesn't matter to me. One of those frogs for a white text person's will. And I take George that he should do it so he has he has offered this now three times nobody's taking him up on it and i hate when he posts it because it's always like more tempting than i know is rational it's a terrible trade so it's a terrible me, trade for me is it like it's yeah, an objectively trade. bad trade for me yes yeah i, I, I don't understand i want the frog <laughs> is the frog gonna bring you more joy oh yeah oh make the trade collect what you love dude so he's now offering to throw in a dev slab too. Which which dev slab? That's the question. Like this is where it gets. So let me ask you. So let's let's ask this question, Doctor Louie. You're the you're the cryptic. You're you're all the hot cryptic singles look for. Um, what should I ask him to throw in to make this trade fair? Uh, dev slabs are hot, dude. Dev like dev slabs are. I, I think. Some. I think that Dev Slabs are one of the coolest like cryptic cards. I own two of I them. True. I don't own one as hot as yours. Um, but uh, I think 
you can I, try I think, the game. I think white text Brassman's will is like probably top probably top a hundred cards in cryptic forever. Like oh easily. That's a easily. really big number. No, yeah. so well there's a lot of cryptic cards. So you've got like I think test hollow uh um overlords. I I like, wouldn't you, trade this for a test hollow, would you? A white text brass man's for yeah test hollow. I think I mean like the pop reports lower on them. They're like white text, there's white text brassman's will in wave two. Like I don't know, white but it's a different brass man. That's fair. This I, is retired art, and Chris Rush signed this. That's not true. That's not true. He's dead. <laughs> like, that was just a stupid thing you said. Wow. <laughs> it was it was a throwback to last week. It was to say who's still following along from last week. Uh, this is Nobody. one of those things that George would text me at, like in an hour and be like, hey, could you edit that out of the podcast? Don't edit that out. That's fine. I'll that was like, fine. No, no, I won't. That was fine. <laughs> I won't. Wait, should I? How much of this podcast gets edited out when I don't watch this it? Week or, this week or a normal week. This will be a 10-minute episode. This will be one of Louis' You better Louis not shorts. edit any of this out. This will, be, this will be one of Louis' shorts this week. My shorts have been killing it. Um... um so okay, Louise, what what should I ask this young man to throw in? Or woman? I don't know. Like, I this think, young person. I, I or old person. There's a lot of frogs. Like I there's would sixty sticks. There's not a lot of frogs. I think you, wait, I think you wait for your frog. There's only eleven it's, of the riddle Brassman's wills. So I will say this, it show it does show the power of serialized cards that I would even consider this. Yeah. It does. It does. Imagine they weren't serialized. I would never think of this trade. Stronger men than you have fallen to the prey of so serialized cards. So there's not even cards. like a special number that he's offering that you want. No, I don't care about the number. That's ridiculous. Other than one, what is a good number out of sixty-six? So in cryptic, one, eleven, and sixty-six would be the like the hits. I think. Why eleven? Because there's eleven. Like 11 you have the eleven-year cards that represent your. You have six eleven-year cards that represent your sixty-six years on Cryptic Island. I, I, I got gotcha. not care okay. less what it's serialized as. Couldn't care less. I like. I don't know. I, I, don't I want number four. Like I would pay a premium yeah. for number four because I'm I'm the fourth. It's my favorite number. I would play pay a premium the, for it. You're the you're the fourth. What? I'm Mad Louis Mad. the fourth. Oh. Yeah, it's my favorite number. My birthday is also April 4, so like 4 4. One time in 2004, my birthday was 4 4 4. I thought that was a big deal. It wasn't. I remember I when it was 4 44 on 4 4 4 and being like, that's cool. If only it was my fourth birthday. It wasn't. So, so this has been riveting. George, I don't think you should make this trade. I, I think you have to hold that and buy a different So like, there has been none offered for sale. Yet. None. Yet. You want to know the real play? Yeah. Here's the real play. Sell your, sell your white text brass mans for literally whatever price you want. Like putting that out there and like you'll get. You know, like you're, there it, hasn't. What, what does he get? What does he get for it? That'd be a big card. I don't. I I'm done saying what the value of cards are because George will just make fun of it for me for weeks. 
I no, I need you to give this a number. Well, if the if I mean, it's got to be worth less than a thousand dollars because if George says that the one of one Brassman's will is worth less than ten, you said it's worth less than ten thousand. You made fun of me on this podcast. Less than ten thousand. So if one of one is worth less than ten thousand, then one of eleven wouldn't be worth. That's not how math works. Yes, it is. There's it's it's exactly (laughs) how math works. It's math. All right, so, so a frog has to be worth how much by that logic? I think a frog's probably worth 500 bucks. I was a fan of this podcast before I joined. Neither of you know how math maths. Um, I would absolutely pay $500 for the frog. If you have a frog for $500, hit me up. I'll I'll pay you tomorrow. No question. I think, you're, I think your white text is probably worth, like, I'm not going to say a number. You're making it fun of me. I would say $1,800. Yeah, I was gonna say two grand. Yeah, that sounds about right to me. I think you can sell the white text pretty easily for two grand. I think not easily. It probably take a couple days. Um, I think you could probably okay, buy I'll a frog. It. I think you could probably buy a frog for three to five hundred. That's my Literally, gut. You're like, dr- like nobody's selling. Like, yeah. First rule of serialized cards, George. They're all still in the box. Go find one. There's definitely still a lot in the boxes. Um, Go find think, one, dude. I think also like this is what happens with the stuff. Like one will pop up on the market and it won't sell for a couple of days. And then randomly one will sell on whatnot. And like three people will be watching the whatnot stream. And so it I will sell. Craig, for, does Craig have one? I bet you Craig would tell me one if Craig has one. I mean, like, so one will sell for 350 and then everyone will be like, oh, that's the market price because that's what it sold at. And then five will come to market. I mean, it's just the way this stuff works. So that's, if you want one, make an offer and see what happens. I want to trade the white tax for it though. I'd hold, I'd hold the white text. All but right. that being said, I'm going to tag you every time that no, post I comes up. That. I, I, I deserve that. That's fair. That's totally fair. <laughs> because you tag me on every single every post. Every Anytime post. anybody's selling any collection, I'm like, Louie, Louie, Louie. The and there was a while I just bought everything they were selling. I know. I know. You <laughs> thought he was giving you good advice? No, no. I, it was pride. <laughs> it was a friend helping you out. <laughs> it, was, it was pride. Can't let oh, the you bald s- man win. God, you still have that? Good for you. No, I'm out. Good for you, yeah. dude. It's the Nirvana After... experience. It really scarred him for life. <laughs> Good for it you, really man. Him. Let's, let's get on a call. Keep swimming. They're like, keep swimming, you baby. <laughs> you know, he sued Nirvana and he lost. Who? The, the naked kid baby? In the, the kid in the, the, kid yeah, in the picture. The baby. Yeah. How did they do that picture? There's no way that, that's that, a real That picture. was his argument, was that it was yeah. naughty. Yeah. There's no way that's a real it is. That's why he sued. Yeah, I, I don't know crazy. how else to explain this to you. Like that wasn't CGIing that. Yeah, he is swimming. It, That's crazy. You have two kids. Was it Michael? Love they they like, can go in water, right? I love how like the naked, them. the naked child swimming. You're like, it can't be real. He's swimming. Now they put what? a naked child on a CD cover in front of ten billion people. Was it Michael Phelps? Yes. God, can you imagine if it was Michael Phelps? That'd be. <laughs> That would <laughs> that would have been like how would they know how they know? <laughs> well, they threw the kid in the water. The poor baby can't swim. That's the that's kid we threw in the water. Is the only one that swam. <laughs> Haven't you seen those infant like baby swim classes where the instructor yeah. just takes the baby and yeets it into the water? You've yeah. never seen this. They're I've all over them. Instagram. In my head, it's like now it's the tenth kid they threw in the water. The other nine just sank like a rock. Not funny. <laughs> Not funny. 
Too far. <laughs> They're just down but there like, hello. Here's the line. Too far. No, um, it's too far. <laughs> I no, want to sign my daughter up for one of those because apparently they have no. the baby instincts where you put them in the water and they like, they like close the, their eyes and they hold their breath just Listen, instinctively. I am way too soft for that. <laughs> oh, I would freeze. Someone would have to hold me. Someone no. would have to hold me, but I uh, want to do it. I could never do that. I'm, I, I guess my kid will just not learn how to swim. I don't, like I don't want George to do it. I want a trained swim instructor. I want Nirvana to do it. To do it. <laughs> I also don't want Nirvana to do it. There's not I many want, royalties. I want the ghost of Christopher Rush and Kurt Cobain to teach <laughs> my kid to swim. Speaking of Kurt Cobain, what, who was two when you died? What, what, oh my god! Are we talking about your childhood? Are we talking about something being dead? Is that the transition? Please let that be the transition. Oh my god! It is. Oh my god! It is. I know where we're going. No, we took that out. Oh, never mind then. <laughs> we're not. All right, fine. Now we have to talk about it. We're not going to Kurt Cobain. Here's something alive and well. For right, the so for, uh, as uh, uh, as as far as it goes from this point forward, we will not be discussing Genesis Battle Champions. I will still be talking about some of the aftermath, probably in a special episode of the Better Podcast called The Bone Zone on Steaming Skeletons Channel uh, in the May episode. Because there is some stuff coming out. Long story short, I'll be surprised. Um, I'll be happily surprised if we see it come back to life. Yeah. Okay. But we're not going to get into that drama and all that stuff on the podcast. So good luck with that. We are a uh, drama free zone, as you all know. Oh, you might want to pick that back up. There's a 30 sided dice in there. That's kind of cool. I don't know. I opened up a bunch of them wow. for 30 sided dice this week. It landed on the casting couch. It's fine. The casting couch? Yeah, I got a couch in my office. Oh my god! I the best this podcast. This podcast. What? I can't. I can't. I'm not editing anything, guys. This no, is all on YouTube. I don't though. know what you would. I don't know how you could edit this episode. <laughs> there'd be nothing left. There, like there'd be nothing left. There'd be oh welcome to made it to be with you. See you next week. <laughs> It'd be kind all to right. those around you. Let's talk about sorcery. I want to give them a <laughs> shout out for three things. Wow. Two of which I remember offhand. <laughs> <laughs> I love how an hour into this podcast, it's just complete nonsense. An hour right, in. I'm going to start. Like easily 50 I'm, minutes. I'm going to start. I loved, loved, loved Eric's Twitter thing with the Somalian pirates capturing oh. the sorcery container. The the tweet the um yeah the delay for April Fools, love that that was hilarious and like and listen like I like that I like I like game designers that aren't that are that are funny and not you know not funny, um like I I like you know I know this will shock everybody on the podcast I love some humor and that was pretty yeah. funny was Eric's pretty a funny joke. like he's done multiple tweets that have been good and funny like he I like that I like that they don't take themselves too seriously that's really important bingo um. I love that he's giving innkeepers some access to wave two. It sounds like is the rumor mill. Uh, not just access. He is reaching out to innkeepers. Um, I know this because I'm an innkeeper. They are reaching out to innkeepers for a couple things. Number one, getting innkeepers on the sorcery website as like 
um yeah there's 37 stores on there right now as stores to play and what they are doing which is really cool they're working there apparently there's stores that are asking to be on that list saying hey we want to order beta and we want to be put on your list you know as people are finding stores or there are already there's stores who are buying alpha from the secondary market uh to like start you know playing the game and they're gonna they're working on a solution so that innkeepers have like a special marking on the website that's like hey these guys were here from the beginning i think that's cool and i also think it's cool that they are working on a way to add new stores this early that want to be involved in it so i think it's just a really good like balance i I think that's a good move like i think that's how it should be done in the first place um but like i'm glad they're doing that now um the third thing is important clearly i know while you're thinking of it i i have taught like four people how to play this week in the store which has been really fun Uh, i really want to do a live stream where i play some games or do a video where i play some games with people the problem is like i'm still very much learning the rules there's just a lot of like the pre-cons specifically there's a lot of different cards there's a lot of different interactions and i find myself having to refer to the rule book quite a bit um oh i know what it was and so i really want to try to get a video out hopefully next week um i'll be your video for the week that'll be great oh my gosh you too um and you made a comment too josh yeah but you're not you're not exactly not coming out hot this week don't don't turn victim on us now i look great i wasn't saying i don't look good (laughs) i look I look on fleek. I I shaved. <laughs> I look on fleek. I, I had someone shave. Someone shaved me when I got my hair cut for the first time. They they like Where? did the beard. What did they shave? You have hair. They did. They did the beard. They like lined it up and everything. I, I was like, I thought you looked good. Um. Anyway, so um, a couple of notes about the game. Uh, super fun and super like. It's really funny. It's easy to teach to people who have played, uh, like who have played Magic. It doesn't play anything like Magic, but the way like the the resource system works is similar enough that that works really well. But people who haven't played Magic, if they played any number of board games, it's almost easier for them to learn the game than people who have played Magic. It's really an interesting like dichotomy of learning. Uh, and I found like the I've taught two people who have played board games but not magic. They really, really like the game. Like they, I've been on I've been on yeah. this team the whole time. Like it's a it is like they they should be telling people this is a good board game. Um, I'm not there. So that is my third thing yeah. that I liked about them is that they they got a couple of big board game YouTubers to do videos on sorcery. Oh, that's cool. I think that's, that's cool. their market. I think that's their market. Um, I've I've said this from the get go. I think that's their market, and they seem to be trending in that direction. And I think that's very smart for them. Because listen, yeah. I like the game because it's a board game. I love board games. I hate TCGs. Uh, I love board games. I think what I think it fails to encapsulate the collectible nature of it. Though I've had enough of the collectible nonsense. All right, I, <laughs> I love you guys. I've had enough. If one more person tells me they, the the kind of oil the artist used while thinking of the masterpiece, I'm going to pull the three hairs I have left out. I get it. You guys all want your tendy cards. I hope you get them. God bless. Uh, I like the gameplay because it plays like a board game. Yeah, that's fair. I think <laughs> uh, the the 
deck building side of it though is it's not it's not a board game it doesn't it doesn't purchase like a board has board dominions a board game kind of thing they're not randomized packs like you buy everything in a in a set like i just think it's a dangerous i agree that promoting it to people who like board games i think this is a better like in the same way that magic was created to be something you do after dungeon and dragons I think a, a large market for this is like something to do after your Friday night magic or something to do, you know, like after your, your draft or after your, like, after you play a TCG with your friends, like this is a great, I think a really fantastic, like next game to, to pick up and play. So that's my opinion. I would, I don't want to say this. Yep. What? I'd rather play this in magic. Why do you not want to say that? I did, and then the, it's a magic podcast. All you've already sicked one whole army after me before, Louis. When it comes to <laughs> when it comes to TCGs, I don't need a second. Um, I love your card, by the way, and um, it is like you know, no chance that makes the episode. <laughs> I'm not editing anything. I like so. I like say what you want, people. I, like I, I like I would never like I. I would play this again. Like I think it's a. Like, I like board games. I like this as a, as a board game. I've said that the whole time. The second yeah. I played it, I ate an ice cold chicken finger to atone for my sins. Something <laughs> Louis has to do in the next segment for Lorcana, might I add? And um, we don't have time to talk about Lorcana. You got to go. It's true. True chance. <laughs> so LeBron James screwed me again. <laughs> Okay. Um, anyway, I'm excited. I'm hoping we'll have boxes soon. Um, we're gonna have yeah, beta. I, oh, this I is important. They would give a little. I do if they would maybe maybe give it's an coming. update on that. Uh, this is important. I will have boxes available to patrons and um, and non patrons at a higher price point. But uh, we'll have boxes available in a couple weeks as a as a bundle. Why are you guys laughing at me? Why is it so funny that my patrons get a discount? <laughs> when you phrase it, it's like the exact way you would you would see in like a in a classic school book about how to not sell something. <laughs> All right, sell it for me, baby. Come on. We're gonna have an amazing opportunity for you. One of the hottest, most limited releases in TCG history will be almost exclusively available at gamergrove.gg. Game discount Grove. for all of my loyal fans and followers who have been a patron of me and supported me on my journey to where I am today. I want to pay you back and I will have a discount code for you in the world's most exclusive and best discord. All details can be found at gamergrove.gg coming soon. <laughs> Holler. Any questions? I, I think he's right. You got to focus on the deal and then say, yeah, and if you're a patron, like, I'm going to rip off everyone not giving me money already. That's not a good Yeah, like the, the idea that you don't sell product is becoming very clear. <laughs> Why are my sales low? Oh you can overpay gosh. here. I love this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Beta will be available. I, I have a side-by-side of me next to a very unflattering Seth Rogen from last week. You take it. You shut up and you take it, okay? I did try to find, like, the worst picture. I know. So you you shut up, is Mr. That, Victim. Wait, is that why you got your hair cut? No. Was that on the podcast no. last week? Did you have the- yes. Yes. <laughs> 
Yes! Yeah. Somebody pointed yes, out that this doesn't look anything like you, and I got the screenshot, and I was like, oh, I hate him. I'm not calling him all week. <laughs> that's I hate that's him. the thing I heard. <laughs> he didn't call good. me all week. It's <laughs> good. good. So you uh, don't don't go all victim now, buddy. I'm not going to uh, victim. Uh, <laughs> Show more details at gamergrove.tg. So no, there's no it's, details there. It's game Just, if you want, if you want beta product at a discount, it, then be a patron. <laughs> we'll come out in a couple weeks. I don't know what to tell you. Like it, that's it. That's it. I'm not gonna scam anybody. If you want it again, this is not how you sell. You don't start off with saying I'm not gonna scam you. They think it's a scam. Then all right, yeah. Speaking of scams, let's talk about Lorcana. <laughs> if you get me banned from Lorcana, so help me God. <laughs> that transition, by the way, was goat. You're the best. That was Have awesome. You seen <laughs> what they qualify as gameplay? Gameplay looks amazing. Gameplay looks absolutely amazing. I never Have you just not seen it? I saw it. No, of course not. I have some thoughts. Can I share my thoughts? Oh my god! Get it, put it up. I took notes. Hold on a second. What's <clears> this <throat> podcast? Things that I am excited about for Lorcana gameplay as I eat my chicken finger. Uh, it does look to be. It does look like it's going to be a very simple gameplay system that new players should have no um, issues hopping on board with. Uh, the gameplay uh, appears to be very uh, streamlined and exciting uh, and simplistic, which is great. I think it's great because it's obviously meant for like a younger age. Um, there's a like resource system that I think is like versatile enough that it's going to like scale. Like it's going to go, it's going to move in an upwards direction. I think that's really good. Um, I think that there's going to be like the idea between this is why you can't use notes. It takes 10 hours. Continue. I'm sharing my thoughts. I think the idea between right. questing and challenging pr produces a lot of variance in your gameplay options. Like I think that decision, are you going to like go in and, and quest or are you going to challenge is good. And then the last thing I want to say is uh, the league focus on casual play is something I think a lot of the newer TCGs are missing so massively. It's just so competitive. Um, and by focusing in on league play and they're focusing on the, the lower end of the league, I think that's going to be a really big win. Okay. Those are the positives. <clears throat> um, I think it looks great. Clear was perfect. The throw clear was so great. I was ready for it. Hit me with it, dude. Knock him. You set him up. Knock him down. <laughs> There's no way to to interact with your opponent at all that we've seen in this game. That's it's not just, true. It that's is like, true. That's, like, that's objectively false. It's just challenging your opponent. That's all yeah. it is. It's that's just, all you do in any just, card game is you know attack your is? opponent. You know what this is? This is RuneScape. I hit you. You hit me. That's I every card you. game ever made. You hit me. That's, That's every how you card play game. card games because you're bad at card games. What what card game do you not hit your X. opponent and your opponent hits you? What card game is that? What card game do you not do that in? Like a, a lot of magic Name one. games. A lot Name of magic one. games. Especially oh. now with battles. Now you hit your battle. Yeah, like a lot of magic games. There's a lot of hand disruption and interaction. Like you just got and... done talking about sorcery. That's the whole thing. It's like you hit your sorcerer. I hit my you know, you hit each other's sorcerer. That's the entire gameplay. That's literally the entire gameplay. Where was this whining then? 
that's not a that's not true you move around a board you uh protect the whole your point land. Is to hit the other the whole point is to hit the sorcerer well, the whole you point can is also to hit your hit, opponent you can also hit your opponent's I, listen if you want to compare lorcana to a game that hasn't even come out yet that's now fine. That has lorcana now that has lorcana i'm comparing lorcana to you saying that it's going to be the greatest game of all time and you're all in on it it will be and the I'm greatest com- game to ever walk the planet it'll be it'll be the michael jordan of card games Hey, listen, number two is not bad. I think it looks really great. (laughs) I think that uh, I want to see them release more stuff that's interactive opponent to opponent. They have instance, basically. Otherwise, this is just like a... Nothing you said is accurate, though. You could hit your opponent, which is true in every card game. They have instance, which can hit your opponent. Yeah, but the interaction and ability to... Like interact what? with your opponent in hand manipulation and negating and so countering you're, you, in um in anything you want else interaction not combat right well, we have, like, that's gonna be on the cards though we haven't seen all the cards yet okay it's like the rule book doesn't really talk much about any of that stuff the rule book's either. not out yet a streamlined version was in a gameplay magazine. Right, and that is what we are discussing here on the podcast. So, and like, what I just said like, is, I hope to see something that is, more of that no, in the no, future. No, no, that's not that what is, you said. You were like, that's not what you said. That's not what you said. That's not what you said. I don't know what George is less qualified to talk about: playing basketball in the NBA or playing a TCG. He's very easily playing a TCG. Very easily playing a TCG. That's not close. I am much closer to being an NBA player than a professional Magic player. We all might be, which is yeah, a little bit terrifying. <laughs> There's no professional magic players anymore. That's not true. That is not true at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even close. Okay. So any feedback based on my thoughts? Yeah, you're wrong as always. And Why? this looked amazing because for the reasons I just told you. Like there's instants that affect your that affect the that affect your opponent. They're called there's also songs, which are a different version of instants that affect your opponent. Like ba, ba, ba. I'm all in. It looked amazing. I loved. I I I I was worried they would only limit the number of like a card character, but it looks like you can have up to four of each card in each character. So you can have four of each version of Mickey in your deck. You can also only have two colors per deck. I love that. Mm. Mm. It's gonna make it's gonna make deck building very limited and restrictive yeah. and boring gameplay. That's good. Um, they're gonna do. They're gonna do five gonna, senses here, baby. It's I'm going, ready. It's going to lead to. I have notes. Um, a less. It's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna lead to less diversity and less unique decks in the game. So that might be true, but we do see Pokemon have a system for their gameplay that's and very Pokemon's much note, along these lines. And it's and listen, they the TCG succeeds regardless of that aspect of it. All right. The gameplay is just good enough to kind of fit in. Wait, as long as it plays better than that. This gameplay was way better than just good enough. Uh it looked great. Um I, I, I'm gonna reserve judgment on that one. I don't think we know enough yet. Looked great. Um okay. I I <laughs> so want to give a big shout out because like listen, I have been nothing all week but watch Disney Weiss box openings. I don't read Japanese, and I've never played Weiss, and I probably never will play Weiss. They could have phoned it in, and they clearly didn't. And I want to give them a big shout out for focusing on gameplay on this. They have an app coming out. They have their OP software coming out. They're ready. 
They're ready for prime time. They have Sorg just ready to roll. Weiss? No, Lorcata. Why did Weiss get into that story? Because like, did... I like I walked like Lorcana could have phoned it in and not cared at all about gameplay. They clearly did care about gameplay. Are you saying Weiss phoned it in? I'm saying I'm never going to play Weiss. They're saying they wouldn't have mattered to me. Shots across the Weiss bow. Yeah. You're I have no idea. I never, I never played Weiss. You're gonna For someone who has entered, yeah. All the Weiss fans on the podcast. We we This is the first time Weiss has ever been mentioned on this podcast. And it's about the Japanese version of a Disney set. Listen, man, I think I think you got and Bob Iger is oh. Bob Iger got... is the Michael Jordan of CEOs. Okay, I'll take the LeBron James one. <laughs> okay, what if the LeBron James of CEOs is Chris. Uh, those Payback of you is the LeBron James. Those of you who have uh, interest in Lorcana, leave it in the comment section. If those comments were i know relevant. you won't order any louis so don't worry about it don't worry about it if you I'm haven't found something relevant to comment about yet in this episode yeah. you haven't been paying attention about Lorcana, <laughs> you, we know you, you skipped until we talked about Lorcana. <laughs> I... if you comment about Lorcana or sorcery or metazoo we know you skipped the first hour and a half of this episode you missed a lot of good stuff too you missed <laughs> all you no, need you to think about all stuff we didn't you talk about magic we didn't talk about magic <laughs> No. Oh, yeah. This Spoiler. Is a, this is a magic podcast. We did great. Uh, we did right. great. Let's talk about MetaZoo Native. <laughs> oh, um, the Joshua's Right section. Oh, not the Joshua's Right section. Josh, you have a hole in your armpit. You can't be right about I anything can smell today. Here. Did you wear that? That shirt is also like three sizes too small for you. Don't call him fat. That's I'm fat not, His arms aren't. Oh my like... god! There's holes on both sides. No, there's. There is. Do it again. It's because it's because the shirt's too small. It's like because I used to be small, dude. Really? And got the gym, ate some steak and beer, and gained forty pounds. There you go. Okay, I went on a four mile run yesterday. How the shins feeling? I haven't had sugar in forty eight hours. I ate cookie dough last night. I, sent you guys I haven't had sugar in 48 yeah. hours. Yeah, I had always. a small handful of um, of uh, uh, cookie dough. What are those little things? <laughs> Easter eggs, like the, the gummy eggs. All right. I, I'm glad you brought this up. I want to talk about this. Louis said he would rather have a oh, Hershey's. Yeah. I never said this. You did. You have, you have you zero did. evidence. You of did. This. You did. Because you deleted you, your comments. You, you deleted your comments. You did delete your comments you and make it your look like George was And your whole meth out state agreed with you that they thought that a regular milk chocolate Hershey bar was better than a Reese's Pieces peanut butter cup Easter egg. Okay. A well, you said a lot of things. Reese's peanut butter cup. A Reese's peanut butter cup egg. No, a Reese's egg. And I only said this. I said that Reese's pumpkins are the epitome of good chocolate. They are the best. Reese's pumpkins is the top. Reese's trees are second place. And, you know, if you have time, I guess you can eat the Easter eggs. But that's not the point. You said a, never a said regular that. bland milk never chocolate ever say Hershey that. bar. You did. you did. You did. I have a witness. You don't have a witness. Josh was probably putting his baby down or something like that. I don't know. He wasn't he paying was any attention. He was in the water with Nirvana. <laughs> okay. Can we talk about MetaZoo, please? Because you got to go. 
I had to go ten minutes ago. Yeah. Okay. So MetaZoo native. Uh, apparently, <laughs> I didn't get this email. I didn't either. What I am told is Me that either. a lot of partners in the spam folder of um of their email addresses re- received an email saying that MetaZoo is going to be shipped in waves. I just want to be clear here. We don't know if it's your spam folder or not. Like it could just be in your regular email. We don't know enough about your email circuits. Continue, Louie. Like, well, Golden's, how random is this? Golden's emails always kind of end up in spam for some reason. That I don't know why that is. I, I do. You can phone a friend. <laughs> um, that being said, uh, apparently uh, a, a chunk of the MetaZoo product is delayed until May, which is so, next month. Here is my very rough understanding that could be dead wrong, but I have no problem speculating. Great. Go for it, baby. Um, My understanding is that it's coming out in waves and the first wave is small. Okay. I think this is good. I think they're trying to figure out the right number of boxes to print. Like you don't think they printed fifty thousand? I think they did for this set, but I think they want to see how the market reacts to ten thousand boxes being released, thirty thousand boxes released, then fifty thousand boxes being released. And I think they're trying to figure out how do I like what print run size makes the most sense for me. Because my like you know they release print runs before the set comes out, which is the right way to do it in my opinion. I like. I think that, I think that releasing print runs should just never happen. If you're going to do it, it should happen before the box is printed. I agree. I agree with that. But like, I think we have seen what happens with print run releases now, and like, if if the appropriate number of boxes is fifteen thousand, then the inappropriate things happen with those boxes. If which then causes the appropriate number of boxes, quote unquote, to be fifty thousand. And right. then those people don't buy anymore because they're just in. Like, I think the whole print run number thing is done like, there's very a- there's very little to gain from it right yeah um anyway uh i think that i disagree george i don't think that it's necessarily intentional i think it's more like maybe they they had some shipping delays in the like on the water um and then they chose to air freight some of it to get it out like at release but then like the delays happened uh, like I'm Nick's hearing, like that before though, and he hasn't announced this. Distro was basically like we didn't get boxes, like yeah. So it what well, I have two concerns. I want a voice. Um, number one, I got my I I, I have, have my boxes. down on the, on the paper. Number one, I have my boxes. It seems like um, a couple other people have their boxes. Uh, I think I think uh, one thing that they did well. My understanding is that if you are getting product, you're getting all of your products. So, like, there was a time when for other releases, I got boxes, but I didn't get spell books, and I didn't get. This is why I didn't do a bundle this time around, uh, because I got all these different products at different timelines. It appears that if you are getting product now, you're getting all of your product now, and if you're delayed until June or until May. April, May. If you're delayed till May, you are getting all your product in May, which I think is the right way to do it if you're going to do that. Um, so, that being said, um, 
I think that an announcement needs to happen, though, of what's going on. <laughs> like, I think so there too. just I seems think... to be a lot of questions. And, like, we're hearing things from distribution. And it's like, if Distro is saying that it's delayed, but um, I have I have boxes. So, like, what, what am I supposed to do? Uh, am I supposed to ship them? Not like I was told to ship boxes. And then the other thing is, like, we've got the if if the release is delayed, We've got the Earth Tower happening this weekend. Is our cards legal? Are they not legal? I don't know. I don't care. I'm not playing in the event, but like people do care and they are playing in the event. And it doesn't what directly it, affect me. So why would I care? Well, like, I'm, story. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I, I don't and have a dog in the fight. podcast. Huh? That's the title for this podcast. It doesn't directly affect me. So why do I care? The Louis DeGorg story. May the zoo be with you. Like I think that's a big question mark on a pretty major event. So, so that I agree with. I, I suspect they'll announce something by the time this podcast airs. To be honest, like, yeah, maybe. Oh yeah, you got to make us look like fools. It, the move there then is is it 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 can't be legal for play, right? They made the big announcement about going all in on their their competitive tournament scene and trying to lock this down, making so it worth big money. It, it can't be legal. Can't, we don't know. Can't that. do that. I mean, like they could have boxes there for sale. That wouldn't shock me at all. So, I, Josh, I I would typically a hundred percent agree with you. The problem is that this is the like the issue is that this is the Earth Tower. Like everything has been planned for this being the Earth Tower, and Native is the Earth set, and that is the theme for the whole event. And they're putting 100%. they have put all their eggs in this. Easter basket. They put all their eggs in their basket that this is the Earth Tower, and it's a major part of the release. So, like my my what I have heard is that a lot of the reaction has been, "Hey, reach out to partners who have gotten their boxes and see if they can get you product in time." That kind of thing. I agree with you. Like they need to make it easy to get product in the event if they're going to do that. But like a lot of the reaction you've heard from who? Who is saying, hey, reach out to partners who have gotten their boxes on time to get your stuff? So I've had two people reach out to me and basically be like, hey, I heard you have boxes. I need boxes for the event. Somebody told me, I don't know who told them, but somebody told me to reach out to you. Uh, and I got them boxes because I was told I could ship early. So Sure. Well, just a couple things that just what you guys both said, I'll, I'll second that the announce some kind of communication needs to be made. Someone needs to say something. It very well could come out by the time this podcast airs. That's fine. But George saying that they're, they're going to sell boxes there at the event so you can crack boxes and try to find the cards you need for your decks to play in a $1 million competitive event? Yeah. That's, that is a horrible suggestion. What if they, Josh, what if they had proxies there? What if they had proxies there that they allowed, like, uh, like stamped proxies, basically? Like what if they were serialized? Like, well, now I'm in. Now listen, I want them all. You throw, listen, I'm just saying, you give everybody no. who plays in the event stamp proxies of the cards that they need for the event. Does and, that work? And listen, then maybe if if you're worried about the integrity of the game playing competitive play, then maybe proxies is your out here. Maybe it's don't make the cards legal. But having them open boxes to try to chase things down is not the way. I agree with that. I I think the way though is not to cancel the event and not make it the Earth Tower when everyone's been planning on it being the Earth Tower. And one of the wins of the way MetaZoo is doing this is the idea is that like the competitive players should be able to strategize and build decks and show up and like 
play. Nobody has suggested canceling, I don't think. No, but like that's got to be in the conversation here, oh, right? Like, I think pivoting off the Earth Tower motif and pushing that back, maybe the next tower is now the Earth Tower, I guess. But maybe that that's that's a better yeah. option than canceling. So I just think there's too much work that goes into what they're doing to create the Earth Tower, right? Like they've like as a competitive player, you've now been planning for this to be Earth. You've been focused on it. You've been excited for it. You've been you know. You've been maybe thinking about decks and the meta. I don't know anything about the meta zoom meta, but sure. like you've been strategizing for the earth. I don't think you can pivot off earth now. But um, when we had stacks on and shout out stacks, wasn't there, didn't he make a point that there was a last minute pivot at the water tower or was that the community made a pivot and changed strategies at the last second? Or was that this tournament scene made, he made, I, th I thought he made some point about something changing at the last minute. And if, and if that's happened before, then I think you could lean into it again. Like yeah. you have a motif, you have said, Hey, I've thrown my players this curveball, uh, and they've accepted it. They've kind of pushed through that before. And that again is a better option than saying 30% of my field was able to get cards. The other 70% is subject to being scalped by the community that did get boxes at a high price like i don't want to put them through that either that doesn't seem fair so i i don't know that's selling boxes there's not a move it's yeah. it's that's not a move i think it's a move to sell box. i think they oh, should have boxes available sure. there i yeah. think i think gameplay if for the integrity of the event i could see them printing off going like literally going to the King printer Ghost. yeah the printer goes still a thing and printing off cards for anybody and having them stamped so that you know that they're like you know, whatever and i think that's a way to handle it um i will say it's it was cool for the partner side of things uh that it appears that they prioritize prioritize partners to get boxes now not all partners got boxes which is you know that's always frustrating i don't know how they pick and choose whatever uh, like I'm obviously they made a list of like who is like the Michael Jordan of partners and who is the LeBron James of partners and gave it to the Michael Jordan of partners, yeah. obviously. <laughs> uh, but I think the it's best. cool that they they prioritize their partner program over the rest of the stuff. I think that's a win. They um, are clearly trying to change. Uh, and like Lacrona's doing this too weirdly because they're doing like you get extra points if you bring people into play at your store and all that stuff. Um, MetaZoo's trying to become they're trying to change the way stores interact with the game manufacturer and I think in a way that's like much healthier to be honest Yeah. Um, they want you to be a partner, they want you to do things they want you to follow their rules uh, they want you to have interactions with Mike um, they, they want a fuller experience than other TCGs and I think it's good because it cuts out distribution <laughs> right like distribution doesn't have boxes uh and like you know that's all right like you know there, there is some distribution is like they have a role but i think the smaller you make that role the better off you are um if you're a game manufacturer i, I think you need the ability to in an emergency situation or the the event that distribution becomes less than ideal for the game store on the other end, then you need to be able to circumvent them in, in yeah. that case. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, now, it, it is worth saying, now this hasn't happened yet, but I mean, I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. 
is this another problem with another MetaZoo release? Like no. it, back to no. back. How is this to, not another problem? How is this not a, a delay? problem? Delays happen. Delays Listen, have happened with it, every that hasn't been announced. It doesn't forever. have to be a negative. Like everything. Hey, another another problem doesn't have to be negative. How do no, you but view it, that? It doesn't mean thank it's. God, it does, thank God, there's another mean problem. Like, yeah, it's a problem. It doesn't mean the game is dead or everything's going to zero or things are ruined, but it is a problem. You guys, it's this a is delay. a problem. A lot of sets have been delayed the last couple of years. Like, I guess everyone needs to kill out, find their zen. This, okay, and a delay can be classified as a yeah, problem. It's delayed. It's delayed. Okay. Wait, so, but like when sorcery's delayed, it's a huge thing. We're going to talk about it every week, and I'm going to be I all negative about, about all, everything. Well, sorcery's been time, delayed for six years. About, yeah. so. if, but I could talk, like, and like, yeah. They've been delayed listen, a while. Listen, if, let me be clear. A, if, if native comes out at Christmas time, that'll be a big problem. I listen. My my point is just when when we talked about this set, I said I need to see a MetaZoo release go smoothly. I said no, I no problems, no print issues, no collation issues, nothing. I need to see it go smoothly. And if this proves to be true and carries on, I will look at this as not, this has not gone smoothly. This is not ideal. So I think that this is one of those types of things that's a it's a problem, uh, but sometimes problems have good outcomes. Like this is a this is certainly a problem and something that MetaZoo needs to work on, and we need to not have a delay for the next set. Uh, but like problems can have good outcomes. This could actually be really good for the MetaZoo market. You could see the way that this could help you know move through product and scale it out over a longer period of time like problems can have positive outcomes like bad things can result in like good reactions do i That's want the next story. do i do i want the next set to be delayed absolutely not would i like to see an announcement from metazoo absolutely is this like a problem Yes, it is. Is this a huge God. negative thing? How, can you ask yourself more questions, please? For the love of God. <laughs> For the love of what God. Makes, what makes me so handsome? I just wake up like this. The Louis what? DeGeorge like, story. <laughs> like, it's it's not a problem unless you're the store that, like, again, we, we you, you message us about collector boxes. We talk about it all the time. We talk about, imagine you don't get your collector boxes until after they've gone down $20 yeah. on TCG Player. Listen, you could be I looking at stores store not getting... If I was, yeah. I told you, I was biased at the beginning of this. I, I got my boxes. If I was a store who didn't sure. get boxes and who prepaid for this, and I, I didn't the have prepaying. Can't you think that's a good point? And I, and, and if like I would okay. be, I would be on the edge of my seat right now, and I'd but be like angry. if boxes go, if boxes don't hold value, which in the past has been, we've talked about it's fine because of the margins and everything. But if they don't hold value, that store theoretically misses out on money. Well, because of this, they're not true, incentivized like, to carry this product anymore. I they feel bad about it. that they will hold value. That they would be the first in a while. So uh, the we the went over it last week. Bo- last box is at hundred bucks, and MSRP is one forty. That doesn't change anything about margins. Like what um, Louis said last week is exactly right. Like I you will can make say, margins on medicine. I've been watching some openings. That it does not seem like it is clumped or mappable nope. or any of that. That's like good. It, the community's feedback to the boxes has been good. That's um, awesome. Good. I, I do see there being partners and people who are frustrated by this. So, like, of I course. think that's. I think that's fair. Like, I think it's fair if you, if that happens. I think it's fair to be frustrated. And I think it's fair, fair to be angry that you didn't get your boxes and that the market moved down. I think like. 
I don't. I don't think the market's moved down on this. I think the market's going to go nuts on this. I, I don't love the pre. Like I like from Distro. One of the po- one of the pros about Distro is that you don't pay until they ship. Right, like that is a that is an advantage in this world. I would prefer the the prepay method of of MetaZoo. Like I I actually prefer the way that that works. That I paid for my product. I know exactly what I'm getting. Um, you know. But that would be a negative if I didn't get product. So, wild world. George, what does this what does this box sit at uh, in a month after release? 30, 30 days after official release next uh, in June, in May, yeah, in May, one thirty. Okay, one twenty five. And that's that's uh, and we again these delays could be resolved by the time this podcast out. This this all could be a nothing burger, and then we all look very silly. Not me, as as is tradition. Not me, baby. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, that's right. about it, I everyone. Twenty four minutes before I when I had my heart stop. So yeah, <laughs> Nick, sorry. I tried. I tried multiple times. You were too busy fudding up Lorcana <laughs> and asking yourself questions, which was and my asking favorite yourself section. a novel of questions. I love. I love that. I love While that. While learning to read by reading your hand drawn notes on Lorcana, the dog says woof. I, I thought your notes were great. I thought you did good. I Everyone, remember to hit the subscribe button <laughs> to join oh. my page to join my Patreon. So um, you can get an George amazing here. discount on the hottest TCGs on the market today. How long can you keep George here? That's the game. Remember like- to uh, be kind to the people around you. Remember to go subscribe to Josh's channel. <laughs> remember that you matter. That your life matters. Remember oh that LeBron God. is just so much oh. better than Michael oh, just, Jordan. Oh, it's the Kurt Cobain thing. That's what we're doing this. I got it now. Okay. Oh, my God. It just gets so dark. Be kind to the people around you. May the zoo be with you. And, and also with the